Hello everyone and welcome to From Scribble to Skyrocket, a podcast about preparation for change and where I'm documenting my preparation for my sabbatical. So I've kind of realised that I don't introduce myself enough on the podcast, which I should I should get into the habit of doing that really. So my name is Martha, I am the host and creator of From Scribble to Skyrocket. So if you listened to the last episode, episode 28, you'll know that I had Melly from You Get Podcast on as a guest, and he shared a bit on his solo travel to Japan. And you can also see the summary, like high level, gosh, high level, <laughs> like um, just some best bits on uh, YouTube as well. But to be honest, I feel like the best bits are really in the podcast episode. So have a listen. And it also tied in well with an episode I did probably about this time last year, where I gave my take on solo travel based on my own experiences. So if you want to have a listen to that, that is episode 14, I believe. Can you laugh in the face of danger? So September is here. My favourite month is here. It's the month of new beginnings. It's the month of restarting and refocusing after summer enjoyment. Although, to be honest, summer isn't over until the 21st. Exactly, until the 21st. And the sun is out with all of its heat to back that as well. So anyway, I'm really happy it's September. I don't know why. I just love the changing colours. I love the... um I don't know, you know, you get to cosy up a bit, getting a bit warmer, I mean, cooler. Well, not at the moment because there's a heat wave on the way, but I'm pretty sure towards the end of the month, it'll get a bit cooler. And yeah, it's just that back to school feeling, you know, you kind of just get to look at the goals that you've set yourself. And I don't know, I feel like people just treat it as like a home run till the end of the year, but no pressure guys. I just love September don't know why I just do so happy September everybody so on this episode I want to talk about an epiphany well I don't know whether it's an epiphany or a realization one of the two that I've had um I had it probably about a while back now but I thought it would make a good topic to talk about and it's just something I wanted to share with you all and this was something that I actually took inspiration of this topic from two different dates that I've been on probably in the past year or so, maybe even year and a half. Can't remember when they were exactly, but there were observations that were made about me. And the observation was, I've realized you're quite sentimental. And this is something I already know about myself, right? So the other day, which was more recent than obviously that first one, Um, he was describing himself and how he is an emotional person and not a sentimental person. So that is the first time that I really like stood still by the difference of being emotional and being sentimental. And it got me thinking, right? It got me thinking whether me being sentimental has, you know, affected me or affected my change my change affected my attitude to change or my attitude to decision making or my attitude to risk you know my risk appetite and 
the way the difference is set out and the way I understand it is that being emotional is acknowledging and expressing feeling in the present whereas being sentimental is more attaching emotion and attaching feeling to objects or places or things and you know I guess holding on to it I know I'm quite guilty of this right not necessarily with objects but more with places because just because of the memories that are created there and they just tend to be more valuable to me than the memory of a thing so basically no one's son should propose to me with their grandmother's wedding ring because I won't necessarily have that sentimental empathy that would be expected from me so it'll just get returned to sender okay just saying but anyway on a serious note I uh, I do believe that being sentimental holds me back sometimes and I think it's a bit different to remaining in a comfort zone I think it's more about being in a zone that reminds you of a good thing and that good thing could even be you know a good change in your life so much so that you forget to assess whether that zone or that space is currently serving you is it serving you the same way presently as it did before and does it align with what you want in the future i get the emotional part you allow yourself to feel and express fully and let it pass and I guess since you've been able to allow yourself to feel fully, express fully, it's easier to accept that it has passed, so there's no need to hold on to it anymore. I feel like, I feel like you can almost compare it to, you know, holding a grudge versus someone, I mean, you can still speak out and address the situation, confrontation, and still hold a grudge, but I feel like people who tend to hold grudges tend to be people who don't necessarily speak out or voice their frustrations or confront in the moment. I feel like that could be a fair comparator. Whereas sentiment in, at least in the way that I'm describing it today, I don't feel it serves you as such because your mind is in the past. Like your mind is just forever on memory lane And how do you come back to the present from that? And how do you remain being in the present, right? I was telling my sister this the other day that I realized my recent choices of exercise have required me to be fully present, such as swimming, you know, with the breathing exercises, swimming, you don't want to drown, you don't want to get water up your nose, all of these things. Yoga, again, you need to focus on breathing to get through the discomfort of the different poses and another thing that I've been doing a lot is Muay Thai again that is kind of self-explanatory if you're not paying attention you just get banged in the face so I just realized that these happen to be the physical activities that I've been doing lately and that I've been enjoying and that just happened to be what they all had in common they need to be like you need to be present and this differs from being, for example, yeah, being in the gym because you could you can do that mindlessly, really, or a more team sport because you're more reaction-wise. I don't know. I can't explain the team sport bit, but I feel like you're a bit more in groupthink when it comes to team sports, whereas when you do certain sports by yourself, 
you just need to be there and especially sports that you know puts pressure on you in terms of pushing your physical boundaries you just yeah you just need to be present for it yeah that commonality it wasn't intentional but I guess within me I just realized that activities that required my mental presence was just exactly what I need um at this stage of my life really I feel like arguably the tense your mind is in so whether you know present or whether you're more focused on the future or whether whether you're dwelling in the past I feel like that directly correlates with your attitude to change it's just one of those things that memories stay with you forever regardless but one should just be aware that memories can't dictate your next move and this reminded me of when I wanted to move back to Amsterdam and I remember a couple of years ago I was telling my colleague this that oh I'd love to move back to Amsterdam you know in the near future and he said that you need to remember that your life in Amsterdam was based on your childhood memories and like your student memories and it won't be the same as adult life and that really really stayed with me although there are other reasons I was considering that move but the main thing was sentiment the main thing was you know memories of a previous life so to speak or you know of my life back in the day and I also just associated it with a safe space. That's not to say that my space now isn't safe, but just saying. I wonder whether others can relate to this and relate to, um, you know, kind of like being on memory lane and how that is stopping you from doing whatever you want to do next or catching yourself out that that's the reason you're doing certain things or not doing certain things. And also how that differs from being comfortable or being in a comfort zone. I don't know. You might not feel there's a difference, but to me, there's just a difference. And maybe I just don't necessarily have the vocab or the narrative to explain the difference more clearly than what I've done already. But I would love to hear that from you. So get in touch. But uh, yeah, I don't necessarily have any like tips or suggestions or anything like that to to overcome this. I'm not even saying that it's a bad thing per se, but I do think that in my case, practicing mindfulness, which I like doing through sports. I mean, I quite like doing that through having quiet time as well. But lately I've been enjoying doing that through exercise and just being aware of how I want to live my life and yeah more generally the life that I want to live the things that I want to do and also what's important to me I feel like it just makes me pick up on these things on the things that I feel are holding me back or have held me back in the past and with that I can assess whether it hinders me or not let it go if it does and just focus on the things that actually serve me so that's that and um yeah i am fully in countdown mode at the moment i'm actually finding it quite hard to concentrate at work knowing that i have a couple of weeks left so yeah i'm starting like the handovers and things work has slowed down a bit which i mean i'm not complaining so 
yeah, but I find myself that I think I'm starting to switch off a little bit early. So I just need to be a bit more mindful of that and switch off a little bit later (laughs) because I still got stuff to do and things to sort out before wrapping things up fully and handing it over fully. I've also been working a bit on my packing list. For the longest time, I was pondering on whether to actually take a backpack or a suitcase. But I've decided to go for a medium suitcase and a backpack. And the reason for this is so that both hands aren't full. And I was quite keen on a suitcase. A lot of people are saying, no, you have to take a backpack, one of those 60 litre cylindrical ones. But I just find them so hard to, you know, take things out of. It's just long. So a medium suitcase is fine because it's not clunky. But then obviously it's not big enough. So I've got a big enough backpack as well, but not massive to have more immediate stuff in it as well. So I'm quite happy that I've got that sorted as well. Now I just need to start filling it slowly. I don't like packing last minute, especially not for a six month long trip. So... Yeah, that is kind of the next thing I'm going to think about. And yeah, I'm actually just really excited. But as I'm getting closer and closer to D-date, I'm feeling a bit nervous as well. I think that's quite normal. But still, anyway, let me know your thoughts on the episode. You can do that via the website, scribble to skyrocket.com or on Instagram. Feel free to send me a DM at scribble to skyrocket. Or if you want to email, that's fine as well. Scribble to skyrocket at gmail.com. So, yeah. So, yeah. I'll speak to you soon. Bye.